Hello, everyone. Jane here from Your Way Weight Loss. Today is going to be a good one, especially if you are a mom and even better, a mom of small children that still need you to either wipe their bum or open a door for them. Hi. If, you, if you've been thinking about having children and are not sure, you might not want to listen to this podcast. <laughs> we might change your mind. Listen, we are actually not going to at all be... um complaining about no. being mom because this is not what it's about. No. Today we're talking about mom guilt and we're actually going to give you advice. And I think we're, what we're going to do is we're going to start changing that language in your brain. So I think it would actually be such a great podcast for a future mom to know that this is like not avoidable. You will have mom guilt. Like I don't, I do not know one person that's like, I don't know. What I mean. Like I've never really felt bad for Every day in their space. Um, so I think that we're going to give you advice and strategies and just language. And it's just going to be obviously, it's always positive and fun. Um, you know what? It's always honest. You and I have always right. been honest about what it is like to be a mom, what it's like to be pregnant, what it's like to give birth, what it's like, you know. And I remember, you know, saying to my friend, I was like, no one told me. Like I remember I holding know. Alfie in my arms and being like, no one told me how hard this was. Yeah. Um, and maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but I think we're just honest about what it's like to be a mom. No, I agree. And I think that um, there's nothing like that appreciate and I find that attractive, like when people are honest. So that it's not because that's how I'm going to feel, but I'm like, then it makes things feel more common. And that normalcy, feeling normal feels from comes from feeling like things are common. Like yes. I'm not the only one. Yes. So true. Yeah. Um, okay. So hi, how are you? Hi. I actually did not sleep last night. Mm. What happened? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's because we did Zumba late and I, and that like gets your heart rate up, right? Sometimes okay. people like can't sleep when they exercise at night. I know you always exercise at night. Yeah. I did have caffeine later in the day yesterday. Okay. Neil was, was, it, out. was okay. Oh my God. Okay. So it's almost like a lot of little, little things. Was it physical? You were physically struggling to fall asleep or mentally falling asleep? Like I just physically, I'm just laying there. You're, you weren't tired. Go to sleep. I mean, no, not really. Okay. I feel like I should have been. Okay. You know when you're sometimes you're so you're exhausted, so you're physically tired, but your brain goes on and on and on and on. And that's why you can't fall asleep. But there are other times where I'm like, it's 11 p.m. and I am not tired. Like um, my eyes are not burning and, you know. No, but now I feel like crap. Um, absolutely. But it was like two in the morning that I fell asleep. It was like oh, crazy. Yeah, that's um, crazy. I ordered four bathing suits from Cupshe. Didn't I tell you what happens after 10 p.m. on the internet? And um, I like did a work task that I had to do like at like 1 a.m. I'm like, well, I'm awake. I might as well do this. Oh, yeah. And that's not good. That's actually not what you should have done. I 100% know, but I had laid there forever. And then I was so hungry um, so that sorry. I went, I went down, I had to eat. Like I was at that point, my hunger was keeping me awake because yes. my body is normally asleep. Like I haven't eaten in like hours and exercised. And anyway, it's, I will survive. Yes, you will survive. Um, but like, look at this eye. What's happening with this eye? You see, uh, our connection is not good. So I can barely see you. Uh, oh. um, but that's good. That, uh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> 
No one can see. Both of us are so blurry when we posted it. I'm so sorry, everyone. I don't know why. I think it's the system we're using. Maybe we'll look into another system, Leash. What do you think? Write that down somewhere. Oh, my gosh. Piece of paper. Uh, okay. So, um, wait. I wanted to say, okay, right. This just shows you, though. I mean, this could be a whole podcast right? uh, about sleep, the one about sleep. And I mean, we hear it so often and we read it so often in those like, what is recommended for long lasting health and blah, blah, blah. Sleep is always there. Sleep in water, sleep in water. Always, right? Depending, it doesn't even matter if you're, if you're reading from a, you know, competitor person, they're still going to say how sleep is important and, you know. So I don't know, like that's so underrated sometimes and we're not like giving it enough priority and we're just like, oh, we're fine. You know, um, but no, no, you're actually not fine. And your the way you feel um, triggers the way you. OK, wait. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How tired you are triggers emotion. Mm -hmm. An emotion tired is like I'm almost like compared to an emotion. It's like, ugh, you know, Austin. Um, and then that makes you behave differently. Absolutely. And, and, and everything feels like a big deal when you're tired. And then there's drama. Don't even get us started on drama. Drama. And you drama. know what? One last thing too, guys. When you don't get a good night's sleep, you lack energy. And when you lack energy, your body is going to try and convince you to get some. And the easiest source of energy is carbohydrates. So often, like, that's where cravings come in. Yeah. When you're exhausted, like, think about when you were a young mom. Like, I, like when your babies were real little. I remember just, like, crushing granola bars. Because, like, it's all I had, yeah. like... I, it just was fast. I just wanted carbs, you know? Yeah. And this just shows like, this actually goes really well with motherhood and being tired. Mm. Um, because often we make decisions when we're tired, don't really align with who we want to be. Um, and so you guys like, you're going to, it's going to start with pregnancy. You're going to be more tired than you were before being pregnant. And then it comes with, then there's like a child when people are like pregnancy is so hard. I'm like, and it's their first one. I'm like, you don't even know what's coming. I um, remember saying to you one day, someone was pregnant and I said, oh, who's going to tell her how hard it is when the baby actually comes out. And you're like <laughs> the baby. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it to the baby. We'll leave him to how difficult he wants to make it on his mom. Oh. Um, but you, you guys, like, that's just sleep. Um, and so I don't know what, if that's why I was so, I, I'm not very intense with mother. Tons of like that. You want to feed I'm just doing my thing right now for anything, but when it comes to sleeping, I'm about it. You, um, you are serious about sleeping. I am pretty serious about sleeping. sleeping is something I prioritize a lot. And I've made such like, for me, it was just so important in my household that my kids are good sleepers. Like yeah. it was unimportant. Like yeah. I, and it didn't just happen. My kids are actually excellent sleepers. I truly believe it's because I forced them. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you didn't force them. You trained them. Right. At the end of the day, I did too. My kid, my kids are great sleepers too. Good night. Bye. And see you in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so it was just very much a value and a priority in my, in my household. Um, yeah. so I think it goes really well.
Mom guilt. So today, the reason why mom guilt is on, I guess, on the topic or on the menu today, um, because I actually going through a phase with Noah where he is giving me mom guilt. Kind of, I had a where there's more, yeah, kind of like grew that phase. Always so comfortable with Jeff, my mom. He didn't care. So easy, baby. And then all of us were now really obsessed with mom. So this is like. Oh, I'm off of my habit or no, just life happened. Now I'm actually, I haven't walked 12 kilometers or 10 kilometers in actually over a week. Like walking is like, I like want to work more. I don't want to spend so much like, and I, I wouldn't say, oh, lost my habit of walking. I wouldn't say that. I'm just, this is the phase I'm in right now, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm back in the phase of mom guilt, which sucks. Like it's not a fun to be in, but it's a part of the phase. Of them not sleeping, you know, great at night. That happens as well. Yeah. Um. But needs to what you need to know be you. So it's creating. It's like hurting. So you need to be smart about how you react to the new habit. So true. You know, it's it's like your kids. It's like your kids. You're going on vacation. Obviously, they're great. Uh, their sleeping sucks. Whatever. And then you're back home. You need to like almost not attack. You have to work it. You have to like kind of me going back for a walk. I'm going to have to go for a walk one day. Like You have to go walk like right now. Yeah. For, for a long time. Well, I mean, it's perfect. Um, Tell the story of what happened when you were going to spin. I was going to spin. Yeah, exactly. So that's exactly what happened. So I was going to spin and I've been spinning for 10 years law and Noah knows no. it and he has never said <laughs> he has never said anything about me leaving for exercise. And so lately he's been crying when I leave. So I, and I also like, there's also ways to do it. Right. There's also like different tactics that I'm trying to be like, I make it a big deal that I'm leaving. It's very much like kiss on the forehead. Uh, have fun, Noah. Like I'm not like making it like mom's leaving now. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't need to like rub it in his face. No? Um, but there are times where he's not okay with it. So uh, I'm, there's two incidents. One incident was a Zumba class where he lost his shit at the door and he was like not give like not giving in and usually I can talk him through things whatever he was not giving in and I didn't go I actually did not go to Zumba okay and really wanted to go but there was it was the guilt took over because I had been gone and I was in I with Jeff and I convinced myself that he was missing me I convinced myself that it was because I had not been there for freaking 30 hours hours sure. and knew it as if he knows though okay yeah. but i the language in my head was you should feel bad you should totally stay you have been gone you don't have to go to zumba you went for a walk today blah, 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 blah. so the the language convinced me that i shouldn't go and when he was in bed i was actually unhappy with my decision i was like first of all that's not me i don't do that and like what what just happened it like, just happened like what? No, no, no. And it's like it's it's almost like letting them set the tone. And like you said, he didn't know that you'd been away for thirty hours. Like, and who's the one that's in charge of deciding how much you are and are not okay with being away from your child? That should be you. Yeah. And they're little vultures too. The more you give, the more they'll take. Do you know what I oh, mean? Wow. Like, 
Yes. He would, like legit, if you're like, okay, I won't go. And then before you know it, you could blink. And just being away from him for an hour would be like the craziest thing ever. I know. They're, they're going to eat you alive if you let them. They, they will, will eat you alive. Alive. Um, and so really, without knowing, and he's, he's three, he doesn't know what emotions he gives me, right? And yeah. also, I need to, my emotions are my business and not his, yeah. right? So he does his thing, and then I get to choose how I feel about it, and then I get to choose how I act. Absolutely. And so, yeah. So that was, then I was like, I'm not doing that again. Like, what did I just teach him? Taught him nothing. Like that moment, I, you know what I taught him? I taught him that if he cries enough, I'm going to, that's what I taught him. hundred percent. That's what I taught him. 100%. So the thing is, is when he did that on Monday for spin, I cannot not go. I'm teaching. I'm the instructor. I can't cancel. So it wasn't even a thought to let him make my, like, it was like, no, I need to go to spin. And so my guilt was very short-lived. It was. I still had like, oh, this sucks that he does this. Why is he doing this? There's a questioning. Why is he doing this? Am I, am I really not bad mom? I don't like those words. Am I like, taking something away from him? Am I creating something negative in his life by making him cry and leaving during supper time? Like it's not even supper time. It's 6 p.m. Anyway, so those thoughts came and I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, no, no. First of all, he needs to learn that needs to learn that even if he cries, it doesn't get everything that he wants. Like you, you, he needs to learn how to deal. So that's like one part of the story today or the, the lesson, I guess, is what are we teaching our kids, right? So you want to think about what you're teaching your children in every, any given moment, whether it's going on a date night or staying home or sleeping with them when they're sick, we're teaching them love and we're teaching them compassion, but we're also teaching them that parents have other things that they do, you know, what, do, what do parents do? You know, um, show them what an adult does. And as much as we're, they're little kids and we need to raise them. And I get that, but like one, I was, I listened to podcasts about parenting. I like, I like that part of my life. I like to like get content on parenting, even parenting teenagers. Cause we're going to have teenagers one day and apparently it's horrible. That's what they keep saying. Um, but then I keep saying, this is pretty terrible as well. So I don't know when is it ever good? <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, so I like to hear what other parents are saying. What is terrible about it? I want to be aware. And then I get to know that it's coming, feeling common, feeling normal. And then having, I like talking, I like communication. Of course, we all know this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alicia's just like, yeah, keep going. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, I going mean, so well. It's going so well. So um, when I, then I did a live and it went really well. I did a TikTok on it. You can, you guys can go check it out. And I also did a, I put it on YouTube as well um, on mom guilt. But there's something I didn't say in that live. I only thought, I'm like, oh, that would have been good. That I to teach my children that making someone else feel bad for doing something they love is not okay. So like that, I don't, I wouldn't want Dia to make a friend feel bad. Something that her friend loves because Dia doesn't like it. Like, like, I don't want that. I don't want them to be the, those humans that do that. I want people to be happy for other people that they do what they love and, and that they can coexist with what you love that you can 
you know, in tune with some people and others that they love different things than you and it's okay and you should support others. Like I, that's kind of like what I want to teach them, that kind of kindness, I guess. And so if you find yourself apologizing to your children for doing something you love, think about that. You do you, but I'm just saying, think about that. And I think we've been apologizing for doing so many things like apologizing for working, apologizing for exercising, apologizing, you know, listen to your language and see, you know, that by apologizing, you're almost giving them the upper hand. You're almost telling them I was doing something wrong when I left you, you know, so we have to be careful for sure with that whole language and apologizing to our children when we're away from them. Yeah. One of the podcasts or books, or I don't know when I, where I got this content, but adults. And I mean, that there's that fine line. We're not, I mean, they are kids and we have to meet them where they are. Everything, experience and learn and kind of feel they need resilience. They need love the or what I see with Dia is so much confident and like, I don't, I'm not scared if she's gonna like get lost and not be able to use, I think, I've, you know, and that for me, like I've taught her for a seven year old or not for uh, situations that adults could, you know, talk to or, or get themselves out of, but for what a seven year old should be able to do, I feel she's like up to par, like she should be able to figure herself out, but I still see her run across the both sides. Yeah. Oh my god! You know I know. So it's like, holy shit! You could have died. Like, there yeah. would have been a car right in that moment. Yeah. Oh, um, but we bam. Like she usually doesn't. That's how accident. You know, that's an accident. Like someone did. They did and wrong place, wrong time. You know. I mean as much as we feel confident with our kids, accidents do happen. You know what I mean? And it's scary, I find, to to say to myself, okay, how much do I let them do? Do I let Alfie and his little friend walk around the block? Do I let Phoebe bike around the block with her friend? Like, oh. how much do I, you know, and I have moments where I'm like, oh, why am I in charge of these decisions? I know. And, um, okay, yeah, no. Talk about, okay, Alicia, about your mom guilt. Um. So... My mom guilt was hard for sure at the very beginning, like of my journey. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also had, you know, I was kind of in the trenches. I had two one-year-olds and a three-year-old when I started. So imagine you have Noah and then you have one-year-old twins. I would like not to live in that world, please. Thank you. Not gonna oh my gosh. And you, no one, no one lives near you. No one yeah, lives no. near you. No, I wouldn't have, that would have not happened to me. Like my parents are still working. Neil's parents live in England. My parents live two hours away. Anyway, I survived. Um, it was hard times, but I just, I, at first when I was exercising, I would only do it when they were asleep. Um, it was so ridiculous how much that I think being a parent is, is a range and it's our kids needs and it's our needs. And every parent has a different idea of what they feel comfortable with, of where, where the pendulum lies, you know? And for me at the beginning, the, my kids needs, it was so extreme. It was ridiculous. I was doing them a disservice. Um, I like I was doing, I still am bad for it. I was doing everything for them. I had no time left to do anything for me. I wasn't even leaving them alone with their father. Okay. Let's have the conversation about the father, the spouse, the, the other like person. We're whatever. in, 
I was just thinking about you know, that. And not everyone is in a in a position where they are in a relationship with the per the, the the dad and and that. So, but I was exactly, and I think that common that the people are still in a relationship, or even that that is involved. Yeah, you don't need to be in a relationship. They have time spent with their kids, right? And so, different language they need to work on. They're with their dad, and you guys are separated or whatever. And then you have guilt that. Um, I mean, you shouldn't because man, they're with their dad, but so I feel like it's almost the same thing. If, okay, this is a message for anyone out relationship, um, think about, uh, with their spouse or partner, please allow at least your partner. It doesn't have to be your mom or your mother-in-law or your friend or whatever, but at least the partner to be super involved in all of the things, the putting to bed, bath time. That whatever, please do this to yourself because it is awesome. It is the you could child or your partner relationship and everything. You do everything because you did not teach the other person how to do anything. If you feel like you're doing everything, there is a little bit on that is on you. Oh, a hundred percent. It, it was me. And I don't know if it's because like, I mean, you were also breastfeeding, but I was, I like breastfed them all. I didn't pump. There was no bottle. So it like just that, part, that giant part of taking care was all on me. It's also my personality. I just like take over and I'm in charge yeah. of everything and I want it but done my it, way. And it is very much a big part of your personality and it would be other people's thing too. It's also you feeling like that with you know Neil is a good dad always there he like is but you still are like it can't be done like me like that's how you are and Neil also is you're his adult you know what I mean like you're his adult I am his adult you are his adult Jeff is my adult okay like, so you don't have an adult and that's that's hard on you I know Jeff, I'm an adult mom. Well. I'm the mom and the adult. Anyway, so what we're is make sure, yes, maybe even has never held a baby. Or seven years old. Like we were young. That's young. When I look back, I'm mom. And so he never held a baby. He was not like paternal. He was always there. Bam, there he is. If your husband is in the house that him being there he doesn't know what the f to do know what the f to do but then you've given yourself that that title society has given that title that we should know what to do we carried this baby then when vagina hurts and on top of that we have to breastfeed like our whole body is being used to just be a mom all right um, and you know what? You're doing a disservice to your spouse as well, your partner, yes. because the bond and yes. the relationship that they can have with their children when they're taking care, there's a different bond that you get with the child when you care for them versus when you're just like around and like fun with them. And then you actually put yourself in, you are, this is what I want to say. You're actually giving yourself access to success in a way where Right now, I feel zero guilty whenever I leave and Jeff is the one in charge. There is like the guilt goes down off 90% versus leaving them for my mom or whatever because there's always, but like there's like almost zero guilt leaving my children with my spouse. 
I've created that relationship where I know he knows everything. He knows them so he knows them as much as I do. He loves them as much as I do. They love him as much as well because they know him so well. He's always here. So you're giving yourself that that gift of less guilt. But if you've only let your child know you, love you, you're it, you're superwoman, you're this, you're that, you will have so much more guilt leaving it with your husband because it's almost a stranger. Like that's how you feel. You're like, do you even know? Do you even know where his snacks are? And he's like, I do because you didn't tell me where the freaking snacks are because you always go get the snacks, you know? And it's like, it's one of those things that, that you can blink and you're like, how did I get here? Do you know, you know, and, and, and you're going to have to reverse it back slowly. Like there's going to, you know, you're going to have to reverse it back slowly. If if you want to work on this and if you want to take, I also think if you, you could start to resent your spouse. I absolutely agree. Let it have, it's not cool. It's a partnership. It's a, you guys are a team. So it's not equal. a team. There's a captain, but there's also the assistant and other people. You know what I mean? It's a team. They all know. Okay. And the goalie is as important as the captain, as the, I don't even know the situation. There's other parts. <laughs> I think there's like that. What's the, I'm thinking hockey right now. What's that? I think, I think the, the, we're right on the ship. The goalie, there are. Let's what? just say we're on a ship and there's a captain and a first mate because there's not like 57 players here. There's okay. just there's only two. Yeah, there's only two. Um, but you know what I mean? Everyone's important. Everyone yes. has this place. So there's nothing. I'm sorry. Let's just put this out there as well. If you're in a relationship with where both are present, the mom will always be doing more when it comes to children. Doing if you're still together. If the mom's not in the picture and the dad's full on good, like then the dad is doing the thing. I'm just saying for couples raising a child, chances are the mom has more responsibilities than the dad does in that part of your life. Probably. Yeah. But most likely that's what's common. Yes. Obviously we're not painting. Nothing is that everyone knows. Yes. But that is what's calm. That's how most feel. And that's when they're together. I'm just saying, 50, 50, whatever, then uh, I'm saying it's as women that are with men, married, having children, raising that thing, raising that, raising those children, we have given ourselves more of the job than the dad when it comes to that part. I mean, and that they can't like, they came out of our bodies. So like it, yeah. you know what I mean? That's just like the way that, that we are, yeah. that is the way we were made. <laughs> I, I love, uh, you know, tick, uh, TikTokers or Instagrammers about moms and, and seeing how they're really relating it to, it's not physical load. Like I think Jeff is as present with her kids, if not more than me, because I'm often away at night, whatever. Like in terms of like it there, he works, I work, you know, it's the mental load. Yeah. It's like, the, you know what I mean? Like thinking drop off clothes. Is she cold? Did I give a, you know, a, a big sweater enough? Is she going to be annoying to my mom? Cause she's going with my mom today. Is she going to ask for a toy? Are they going to call them? Thinking of everything, Jeff is not thinking of that. Zero. Know what thinking. I mean? Zero thinking. Zero thinking. About the Zero. kids right now. Zero thinking. The thing is, Noah's gonna shit in the toilet today at daycare because he's struggling. You uh. know, because he needed to poop before leaving. Like thinking about all things. I'm not fit with them, but like my mood is heavier. 
But hopefully a spouse that you feel like they have another, like I've had a load when it comes like more our other our lives than I do, you know, when it comes to like stuff, stuff that is not kid related. And do you know what? Stuff. As much as I want to like, I hate that when we're away or something, Neil's not thinking of, are they cold? Are they going to be annoying? Are they going to poop? Are they going to sleep? Are they going to fall out of the bed? Are they going to be there, I can't control any of those things. So no, I'm spending absolutely. all this time thinking about things that I literally cannot control that no matter how much I think about it will or will not happen. So then I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe I could actually take some dad juice. Okay. That's a great point. It's that when they, they're the ones that are like the right ones, like that, that should be the way we should be doing it. You know, like if I'm sitting there and I'm like, are you thinking of the kids? Are you thinking of this? And he's like, no, he's like, you're the, you're the crazy one. Like there's yeah. nothing you can do. So why would you? And I'm like, you're right. So changing the language, changing the language. Right. And also let's go back to what Alicia said. It's that what makes you feel, you still have to still stay connected with what makes you feel better. So what I mean by that is some moms never leave their kids. It makes them better. Or Follow your heart, Vremalo. Yeah. For me, it doesn't. Like, I know that. If I am always with my children, I'm like, when are you all going away? Like, when <laughs> is this happening? So I know the side of me that, like, does not want my children around me all the time. Okay. My mom truly believe is she was, like, that full idea. Her whole life. Like, this is my nightmare right now. You know, this is not what I would want at all. Like go on vacation, her and my dad, and they're like, "Well, that was boring." Like, oh, you, oh, like we're never doing this. Again. Like we need Jose and the kids, or we need like there needs to be other people. It's very interesting to me, and I'm like, "Wow!" When I'm away with Jeff, I'm like, "We already have to go." You know what I mean? I mean, I kind of get that, but I don't want my kids. I want other friends, right? right. So we can uh, do yeah. shots together. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. So do we give them advice where to start if you want to cut the mom guilt? Okay. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to rapid fire some advice. I'll go first and then you can go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So first thing, and this is what I wish I would have done from the beginning is give them away, give them to their dad, give them to a babysitter, give them to your mother-in-law, your mom, even if it is for 10 minutes while you're still in the room, start handing your baby to other people. Let other people be with your baby right from the beginning. Yeah. The um, more people that can love your baby, the better love. I swear to you. It's true. Um, for me, uh, dealing with all their basic needs before I leave um, helps ease my guilt. So making sure their water bottles are filled. Maybe I prepped a meal. Maybe I set out their clothes. Maybe I, you know, all, all of those very basic needs that the person taking care of them could take care of. But it makes me feel better that I've left them in that situation. Um, and, and having a conversation with my children and now that's when they're a little bit older, but really having a conversation, mom is like, sometimes my kids say, don't go for a walk, mom. And I don't even, I don't even like, I'm like, I was just with you for 23 hours. It's mm -hmm. gonna be okay. Like, and I say that to them, you know, it's yeah. important to mom to go for her walk. It makes her feel good. It gives her energy, makes her happy. And that's it. And I don't, you know, go, oh, but you poor you. Um, the language is I'm leaving. Goodbye. 
Yes, exactly. And I think that you should use, it's like anything else, you guys, when people comment on your weight loss journey, you should vocalize why you do it yes. um, and always show them perception that you want them to have of what you're doing. So like Alicia saying to her, it makes me feel good and it gives me energy and it makes me happy. It puts a positive vibe towards walking activity and then and they perceive for walk as a thing that she loves to do um it's like, i know i just need to lose weight though or i feel you know like don't don't do those things like that's the how they perceive you how you act so you really need to look at the language that you're using absolutely with yourself, with, the, with your surroundings with the kids whatever. um and it's going on date night like it's about like oh you know it's um so it's like c'est la soirée d'amour à maman et papa. Um, on passe du temps ensemble. Like we like to be alone together. Um, couples times. Um, you know, mom and dad together. Like I think, like I mean, as a fantastic parent, I do think that that's like you. You need to like play that game. Whatever you have that's positive about what you want to do, play it. Like this is these are your cards. These are the cards you're dealt with. And um, and like you said about date night, I like to remind myself of that I am my children's biggest model and I want my children to have a good relationship with their spouse. I want my children to feel comfortable leaving their children. Yeah. I want my children to move their bodies and do and chase what makes them happy and leave their children. That's what I, and I think every mother would say that about their own children, that yeah. they wanted that for their own children and yet won't model it for their own children sometimes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you can break that site. Like, I guess I'm kind of lucky where my mom was not that mom that did that for herself. Like my mom did not prioritize what she wanted. She's always prioritized what we wanted, whatever kind of that I'm the mom that it prioritized very much what she wants. And, um, but my mom's so doing that. It's very interesting. But that just shows how she's that mom that always wants her kids to be happy. Yeah. Even as an adult. So she's like, I don't, I don't think she understands why I'm an entrepreneur, why I work so much. What like, cause she's never worked, you know? So imagine the difference of how we are. She's like stayed home, done her thing. I mean, never worked. You get what I mean? She's never had a job other than being that she was our caregiver, even when we went to school. So all day she must've cleaned. She wasn't cooking. <laughs> so like she obviously was cleaning and doing things right but maybe that was her taking care of her and i just didn't know true sure if i had a conversation with her i was like what did you do during the day she must have been doing things for her you know true. so when we got home it was all about the kids and and also my dad was an entrepreneur and he was never like according to her she was ne he was never home for supper he mm -hmm. was never she said he would always come home way later after you were in bed so for her it was like during the day when we were in school if I was sick at school, she was answering. Like she was always there. If I have one memory, my mom was always there. And I still have that memory right now at 35. I can see always that. There. She's always there, you know? So, uh, but she's I love it. I love it for you. Happiness. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's always prioritized her kids' happiness. And see, she still does that as we are adults. She's really prioritized that. Yep. Now, I hope I can do the same. But I can, t I can tell, I'm like, I might be the mom that's like, I'm not watching your kids all the time, Dia. Like, I, you know, I have, I have other priorities and I might, you are a hundred percent going to be that grandma. No, you're at least not. You're going to watch the kids, just not all the time. 
I know. I know. I'm not going to do it as my mom is doing it. Um, cause my mom is like very much like, but she doesn't like, again, she's like, what am I doing? I'm just home. Like she is retired. My dad is retired yet working all the time on stuff. That's his you know, stuff. So it just like, it's very interesting. We grew up and how I'm raising my children, but it's also 2020 versus 1986. Though. So that just like, shows you like, I mean, it's not absolutely. But do you know what my, I grew up with my dad as an entrepreneur working from home. So my memory is my dad was always there. My dad made us breakfast in the morning. My dad, if I forgot my lunch and my dad was there, my dad drove me to basketball practice. So like, that's how I grew up. It's, okay. it's, I grew up with that household. See, there you go. And the reason we're talking about our parents is because, of course, we have friends that we talk about, like, how our, our parents are helping us parent. Many parents in 2021 are finding it hard. Like, yeah, I don't know if, like, we're, we sit, we're like, holy man, like, it's not, it's not easy, though, because we're either working or other things we want to be doing in 2021. I don't know if it's the difference between 1980s and, and 2020, but like, and we want to do, be doing other things and we want to spend time with our spouses. And I mean, one out of two um, marriages struggle. And I truly believe that the one that they're married aren't happy you know, all the time. It's not a 100% people that are still married are happy. They need to work on it. And kids bring that, you know, there's just, it's a different time and help. Yeah. Make it all work. The working, the happiness, the values, the, the, you know, self-care, time for ourselves, like all of it. We need help, you guys. So ask for help. Ask for help. You do not yeah. have – no one does it all and you do not no. have to do it all. Yeah. Ask for help. Pay for help. I, You know what I mean? Like really, like if you're like, well, I don't – I know I have my mom, but like, I also feel guilty always asking her. So I actually hire little babysitters to come in, whatever, like, so that I can have date night. My mom doesn't watch my kids every week. Mm -hmm. Um, I have my mother-in-law and sometimes I have my father-in-law, you know, for new one. Like, Hey, you can drive. You should be able to, you got this, you got this, bring him to the park. Thank you. Use all of my resources. I'm like, I love you. like my, my, my in-laws are separated and my mother-in-law has always been very, like, um, very involved. My father-in-law, he's a father-in-law, just like my dad. Like I legit don't even, I'm like, dad, you are in charge. You cannot go and build something while you're in charge of Noah. Like I say those words. <laughs> it's remind like him. I, I remind him he can die. That's what I say to him. If you don't see him with your hot eyes, he might be dead somewhere. <laughs> Oh my God. And that will be on you. Oh and he's God. like, okay, I got it. Cause he like falls asleep. <laughs> it's like, they don't like, I know. Oh my God. I know. He's like, I turned around for a second and he was in the middle of the road. I'm like, I told you. Yes. you I'm like, when, when they come to drop off your propane, you can't talk to the guy and not have Noah in your eyesight. <laughs> Oh, it's just like being a dad and being a mom. I know. It's, like it's, so I know. And they haven't been a dad in so long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyway, so I like my father-in-law, I'm like, can you up Dia? Then you can bring her to, it's like, basically I need to tell him everything. Then yeah. You bring her this park, this part. I can't just say any part. Cause you'll be like, which park? Anyways, 
So I'm telling you, I'm using all my resources. And then I'm like, you know what? They're creating great bonds. And also it's just another person that now trusts themselves to watch, you know, it's just a few hours. Um, but I'm just like allowing other people to love my children and take care of them. I think it's beautiful. I think you're giving all these other people an amazing gift. So give away your children, people. Give away your children when you can and for just short periods of time and just start. Like people that are feeling mom guilt to go for the walk, just start. Go 10 minutes and come back. See how everyone's doing. Yeah. Man, this is a 40-minute podcast. What? Yes. Oh, my God. I know. But at the same time, like this is a topic. Okay. I think... I think it's time. All the things. I guess at the end, of the day, um, you deserve this, and also always think about what you're teaching your children. And I'm just gonna leave with this, you guys. On Wednesday, when I dropped off Noah, he cried at the door, was like holding on to me at daycare, okay? And I was like, bye, like not even feeling guilty about daycare because working for me is an essential. And I'm like, what? Like I don't feel bad. Exercise is a different thing, but working, I never feel bad dropping them off at daycare. Like that's what humans. An adult works. I want my children to love their job. I want my children to have an amazing career that they love. So I'm not going to ever apologize for working. Um, so anyway, so I'm like, bills need to be paid. Like, I don't know. This is nonsense to me. Um, so I drop him off on Wednesday. He's crying. Like there's tears. Like, no, mama, mama, this whole thing. Bye. Close the door. I actually didn't have guilt. I felt a little bad for him. Like poor buddy loves me so much. Bye. Yesterday. He like, yeah, Muni. He's like, okay. mm, no crying. Like, to was totally fine. Just wanted to give his opinion. And then I'm like, okay, perfect. Thank you. Today walked in. Uh, Didn't even. So that's just showing you if on Wednesday I would have like spent hours feeling guilty and like he misses me and I might, blah, blah, blah. Like, at the end of the day, you just need to teach them where they're going. He had lost the habit of going because he had not gone for five days straight. Yeah. So of course he wants to stay home. It's yeah. fine home. And I like that. But in life, you have to go somewhere sometimes. And then you're like, oh, it's not that bad here. And do you know you what? Know what? Like One last point, too, is when our kids are with us, they are the most comfortable they could ever be. Like, we are comfort. We are their blankie. We're their stuffy. When we make them do that, we're making them be uncomfortable. And I think mm -hmm. part of being a successful human and adult is knowing how to feel uncomfortable, like how to deal with situations when you are uncomfortable. And if we just coddle them all the time and keep them under our wing, they never have an opportunity to feel uncomfortable. Successful human. Like we have different, we have difficult conversations with our spouses, with her, with when it comes to work, whatever, like you will have a different, I think, um, grow grow let's go that you have to go on like uncomfortable things to go to this even with weight loss you guys you have to get uncomfortable sometimes like it can't just you can't just stay in, on your couch all comfortable and things like it needs you need to be uncomfortable sometimes you do yep. things that make you feel oh, this was uncomfortable but i survived you survived and thank you so much for listening for 43 minutes i think people will love it honestly i love when a podcast is long because i have a long walk so i'm like oh, it's gonna take me the whole walk i'll get to listen to the whole thing me too um, this, this one's for you um okay we appreciate you listening um hopefully you are working on your mom guilt at yeah. least you're working on it and you're aware yeah. of it yeah so follow up on all platforms share this share this okay feel more normal or and and if you feel like you've gotten some good stuff I guess.
come and find us online, yourwayrsupport.com or on all platforms under Your Way Weight Loss. Bye, guys. Bye.